It's time for the setup. The fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Kay Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in to a Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Will Oswalt with you here on the Ticket. 953theticket.com through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. You can also find us Facebook and Twitter at the Ticket Radio Instagram. The Ticket Radio Network is where you can find us there. A lot to get to in the show today. We'll go over what uh, news that just dropped about 30 minutes ago, and that was uh, the release of start times not only for A-State, but also for Arkansas, and some more you know national start times throughout the first three weeks of the college football season. So we'll talk about that. Uh, big news came out in regards to A-State football last night that we'll also talk about there. Uh, NBA playoffs still going on. You have SEC and Sunbelt Conference tournaments. Uh, the MLB, much more uh, going on that we'll get to over the next hour uh, or so as well. But right now, Will Oswalt filling in for Andrew Bowen today. We'll get us caught up on some headlines. Well, uh, brought to you by Lance Attire Service, Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Pocahontas, Canada, as mentioned. Uh, several conference football schedules released. More on that in just a moment. No Sunbelt Conference baseball today. They uh, just decided yesterday we're going to wait till Friday when the weather forecast is supposed is supposed to be a heat better, and the league the participating coaches decided yesterday to make it just a single elimination yep. tournament from this point on, uh, since they didn't even play a single pitch yesterday. SEC tournament in Hoover, Alabama, may. Get underway at 2.30 this afternoon. Texas A&M in Florida. Supposed to have been the opening game of the day at 9.30 today. But about 8, 8.30 this morning, they said, well, we're going to be delayed. And uh, they're hoping to get going at 2.30. Loser of that game will play Arkansas tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> Unless they make some more changes to that. Uh, there had been some talk about maybe the SEC making it a single elimination, which in that case, if that were to happen, the Hogs would be coming home. Uh, but they are supposed to play tomorrow if it's still double elimination against the loser of A&M and Florida. Only three games on tap for today, including Tennessee and Vandy a little later on down at Hoover Metropolitan Stadium. Cardinals open up a huge four-game series with division-leading Milwaukee this evening at Bush. Adam Wainwright against the Brewers' Eric Lauer. Milwaukee leading by three and a half in the Central. First pitch at 6.45, pregame 5.50 on 95.9 The Wolf. And bonus baseball in Memphis as uh, at AutoZone Park this evening at 6.05. They will resume yesterday's suspended game, uh, which was stopped due to lightning and then heavy rain uh, in the top of the eighth with Iowa with first and second and one out in the inning and a 4-4 tie. They'll start that game, restart that game at 6.05, and then no sooner than 7.05 play tonight's regularly scheduled game which will be a nine-inning affair at AutoZone Park. Memphis uh, winning the series opener on Tuesday in downtown Memphis. And that's it for right now. Oh, and there's huge softball tonight. Arkansas, Texas in game yeah. one of the Super Regional. Yeah. Six o'clock first pitch on ESPN2. Tonight, 5.30 tomorrow on ESPN. 
If it's split after two, they'll play game three sometime on Saturday at Bogle Park. Winner to Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series starting next week. All right, so we have uh, game times for A-State's first three games of uh, the year. Uh, the Sunbelt Conference put out, uh, I guess it was about one thirty this afternoon, they put out, uh, or, or I should say ESPN put out the network designations and then the Sunbelt released after that. So uh, they put out uh, the first three weeks of network designations and times for uh, kickoff. So uh, opening Weekend for A-State football, Grambling State visits. It's a 6 o'clock kick. Uh, that'll be on ESPN3. Week 2, A-State goes on the road to Ohio State, and they'll play one of three 11 a.m. to or 11 a.m. start times then, uh, 11 a.m. on the Big Ten Network, which, uh, by the way, is not nearly as hard to get or find as it was as the Pac-12 Network was last year for the uh, Washington game. I actually think you can access the Big Ten Network if you have a uh, Fox subscription. So that should be able to be watched instead of uh, scrambling around and trying to find out who in the world carries the Pac-12 Network. So 11 a.m. for that, and then on week three for uh, A-State football, it's a 6 o'clock kick uh, at Memphis on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, the Sunbelt did put out the uh, times for the midweek games, but uh, no midweek game for A-State this year, obviously. So we'll uh, await for the next uh, set of times closer to the season, but we do know the first three weeks of A-State's schedule and what the kickoff times will be on that uh, so that's for a state for for Arkansas. They released theirs as well about 35 minutes ago. Opening Saturday in college football, they will play a defending national college uh, football playoff semifinalist in the Cincinnati Bearcats to open the season 2:30 on ESPN. So uh, welcome to the South Cincinnati. Enjoy the nice 100 degree. Uh, weather at 2.30 in the afternoon on September 3rd, um, and then at 11 a.m. September 10th against South Carolina, and then uh, Arkansas's ESPN Plus game will be against uh, Missouri State on September 17th at 6 o'clock. So that's a look there at uh, the kickoff times for A-State and Arkansas as uh, the first three weeks of kickoff times have been released. Uh, other... You know, just some other kickoff times through throughout the the country. We have also seen um, some of the national Chick Fil A games and all of that uh, announce their kickoff times as well. So in Week One, Oregon and Georgia is three thirty in the Chick Fil A kickoff in in Week One. So uh, more network designations times are out there depending on what conference you follow uh and all of that on twitter as those just dropped about 35 minutes or so uh ago to today so that's that also in in college football news the bowl schedule has uh the bowl schedule has been released as well and it's a little it's a little bit odd because 
you know, I'm kind of used to the Sugar Bowl being on Jan 1 and not on New Year's Eve. And the Sugar Bowl is going to fall. Uh, not only is it going to fall on New Year's Eve, it's not going to be in the usual like 8 o'clock time that the Sugar Bowl usually is at. It's going to be at high noon on New Year's Eve. So that one was a bit odd. And then you get uh, the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl that are both on January 2nd. Uh, so you're like January 1 this year, there's like not bowls. Both of your semifinals are on December 31st. And so on the day where you're used to having the overload January 1st of bowls, um, you're not going to get that that get that this year. Obviously, January one falls on a Sunday, so I guess I get it. But also at the same time, it is a little bit weird to not have a full bowl overload on January first and to see the Sugar Bowl uh, on yep. December thirty first yeah, at high noon. They, they don't want to go up against the NFL, who has a massive. They every all but two games on that weekend are on January first. Yeah, okay, so, so that makes sense. It, it does make sense, but also it's a little bit weird. Uh, the the semifinals of the playoffs this year, by the way, Atlanta in the Peach Bowl, and then Glendale in the Fiesta Bowl, and the national championship is January 9th in Inglewood. In terms of bowls that uh, the Sun Belt is tied in with, uh, the Cure Bowl is the December 16th at 3 o'clock kickoff in uh, Orlando, so that's the first day of bowl games. Also, the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, 545 on December the uh, 17th. New Orleans Bowl, which is a little bit weird because I'm kind of used to the New Orleans Bowl being on one of the first couple of days of bowl season. Is It's on December 21st at uh, 9 o'clock in New Orleans. And then the Camellia Bowl, December 27th in um Montgomery. So at least this year, the Camellia Bowl is not going to fall in that weird like one, two o'clock in the afternoon Christmas Day kickoff. Uh, the Hawaii Bowl is a Christmas Eve kickoff, but there is no Christmas Day game this year. So at least uh, we have that figured out where there is not a game being played on Christmas Day because I don't think anybody watched that last year. And matter of fact, I don't think not that anybody that watched it they also didn't attend that game yeah. last year because it was. In the middle of the afternoon at Christmas Day. Like, why are you going to a college football game at that point? But anyways, uh, they pushed the Camellia Bowl back a couple of days. So, we at least know the uh, start times, network designations for the first three weeks of the college football season. Also, the bowl schedule as well. So, uh, I guess start making your uh, your travel plans uh, now for the first three weeks of the college football season as those start times were released um, earlier today. We also got, uh, I guess it was yesterday, where we got some additional start times for for CBS. All right, So September 17th, Auburn and Penn State is the 3.30 game. Um also got the Georgia-Florida game on October 29th uh, and saw Arkansas and Missouri as a 3.30 kick uh, on Friday, November Black Friday, 25th. the usual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've got the first three weeks of the college football season now planned out, and uh, it's exciting because we are 100 days away from uh, opening kickoff in college football this year. All right, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we'll dive into a little bit of A-State talk as uh, – they're, they were making the national rounds last night, um, thanks to them being on the official visit list of a top recruit in the country. So we'll talk about that for this time out here on The Ticket.
We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of The Setup coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Summer is almost here, so why not do something good this year? Make your summer count with short-term classes at East Arkansas Community College. Dedicated to your success, EACC is the wise choice for your busy schedule. Registration is underway now, and Summer One classes begin May 31st. Take advantage of EACC's lower tuition rate. Smaller classes with personal interest from instructors give you more support and a better overall experience at EACC. Check out the course schedule and apply online at eacc.edu. For more information or to register, call 870-633-4480 or the EACC Win Center at 870-238-4593. Summer One classes begin May 31st. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, where for every $1,000 you put towards a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. And Car Today offers you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. And all Car Today vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee that's right if you're not happy with your purchase within five days you can return the vehicle and all month long for every one thousand dollars you put as a down payment car today will match it with 250 dollars. plus when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us we will pay off yours spring into savings right now at car today 3404 stadium or nea cartoday.com one thousand dollars is the maximum amount matched see dealer for details just say yes Save money while helping the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief Now at Gamble Home. With an in-store donation to Tugas Project, you can save up to $800 on select mattresses and adjustable base sets or up to 30% off Lazy Boy recliners. Come see Gamble Home at the Farville Curve and browse their huge selection of countless top brands. Or go by and check out the all-new GH Express Uptown on Highland and take anything in the store home with you today. Shop local, save money, and help a great local cause now at Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and the all-new GH Express Uptown. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. Enjoy the outdoors with a wide selection of guns and ammo from Max Prix Wings in Stuttgart. In stock now, Winchester 556. 
20 rounds a box, just $14.99. Browning Subsonic 22 Long Rifle, 100 round box, just $13.99. That's only 14 cents per round. And Fiocchi 9mm, a 50 round box is just $19.99. Now is the perfect time to browse and buy from our assortment of ammo and in-stock handguns and modern sporting rifles. Come see the experts today or shop online at maxpw.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with a view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. Mark your calendar and get ready for the 32nd Annual Tri-Lakes Big Bass Festival. Sponsored by Sevier County Chamber of Commerce. Saturday, May the 28th, Memorial Day weekend. Get your fish on at the Derricks, Queen, or Gillum Lakes. With over 14000 in cash and prizes plus bragging rights, you don't want to miss your chance to cash in or catch the $1,500 Big Bass Prize. Grab a pen, your wife's lipstick, or whatever you can find and get ready to write. For entry forms, call 870-584-3225 or visit www.sevierCountyChamberOfCommerce.org. This ad paid for with state funds and private regional association funds. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back as we continue along on this Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Um, so a little bit, of the, and we passed it along in the last hour, but we'll uh, continue to pass it along over the next uh, few weeks here on the ticket. Uh, Larry Lacewell's memorial service is going to be held Friday, June 17th, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. at First National Bank Arena here in uh, here in Jonesboro. So uh, Tommy Walker putting that out on Twitter a couple of hours ago. So uh, again, it's Friday, June 17th, 6 to 9 p.m. at First National Bank Arena for uh, the Larry Lacewell uh, me- memorial uh, service. So... Uh, Again, that's coming up uh, here in a couple of weeks. So, also coming out in the last little bit, Baylor and Gonzaga and some college basketball news are apparently moving toward uh, an agreement to play a non-conference game Next season. So, oh boy. <laughs> uh, if you remember going back to the COVID year in 2020, 2021, they were scheduled to play, I, can't, I think it was in December, and then one of the two had a COVID outbreak and they didn't wind up playing. Uh, obviously, met up at the national championship game and then right. Baylor destroyed Gonzaga. So, that uh, is some pretty pretty interesting college basketball news. No uh, date was given for that, but Baylor and Gonzaga apparently headed for uh, an agreement to play a non-conference game next year. That was uh, Rocco Miller, who, by the way, has been br- breaking some uh, scheduling news in college basketball over the last week or so on his Twitter. I can't remember if we mentioned it on the show yesterday, but we'll um, mention it now. He did break a couple of days ago that a state. Uh, I don't know if it's a season opener, but it's definitely one of the first games in the season for a state. Uh, they'll be on the road taking on LSU yes. on November the twelfth. So uh, that will be 
undoubtedly a busy day for A-State because football will be at home against UMass and men's basketball uh, on the road against LSU on uh, November 12th. So that's uh, the latest in in terms uh, of scheduling news for Arkansas State. Uh, A-State was kind of making the rounds a little bit last night on Twitter.com. Uh, I saw Pat Forty and a couple of other, you know, blue check marks reacting because uh, last night the number one offensive tackle in the class of 2023 revealed um, his list of schools that he was going to be visiting uh, over the course of the summer. There were five schools on the list, and A-State was one of those five schools uh, on the list. Uh, It's Caden Proctor, who is an offensive tackle out of Iowa. He is going to have four visits in the month of June, then one in September. Uh, And he starts out his visits with a trip to A-State June 6th through 8th. The others on this list are as follows. Alabama, June 10th through 12th. Penn State, June 17th through 19th. Oregon, June 24th through 26th. And Michigan, September the 3rd. So, uh, one of these, in A-State's case, is is not like the others. And so, it is uh, pretty cool to see A-State on this list. Uh, again, the number one offensive tackle in uh, the class of 2023. Uh, depending on what you go by, is ranked uh, as high as number 7 number seven overall player in the class by uh, 24-7 sports. So uh, that is obviously a huge deal for for A-State. And I I was reading, too, just kind of going and finding out more uh, on him this morning. Apparently, he is so good at football that by the time he was 16 years old, he had 20 Division I scholarship offers. Jeez. So – this is undoubtedly someone that is really, really good and is going to be one of the top five to ten prospects in the 2023 uh, class and has a visit lined up to uh, to Arkansas State. If you go and read, uh, the on three was the one that broke the visit list last night. And so if you go and read uh, some of Proctor's comments in regards to Arkansas State, his quote was, uh, A-State coaches have been good to me since the jump, treating me like family. I also wanted to go take it official to them to go down and see my guy Jackson, one of my high school teammates, and have fun uh, on these five opportunities that I am given. So, obviously, the connection there is um, Jackson Daly, who was you know, someone who very publicly um uh, Acknowledged that he was recruiting, helping Butch Jones recruit okay. uh, this last year's class, getting on the phone with guys and trying to get them to come down here. Uh, so he went to the same high school, uh, Southeast Polk in Des Moines. And so that is the reason you are uh, seeing Caden Proctor with a lot of interest in, or at least some interest in Arkansas State football, enough to take a visit uh, down here again. Most are predicting him. Most are predicting him to stay home and go to um, Iowa, who, by the way, is not on the official visit list. Uh, 
and would not be surprised to see him wind up at any of these other schools on the list because it does feel like he can go literally anywhere he wants to go. But for A-State to be on this list, uh, again, like there's really no bad that can come up. The worst thing that happens is you get a five-star recruit that spends two days down here on an official visit and decides to go where most five-star recruits go, in Alabama, Penn State, and Oregon, whatever. Uh, the best thing that could happen is you get the highest-ranked recruit to ever play at Arkansas State uh, to to sign up to play here. So, obviously, uh, big news for, for A-State football coming out last night uh, with the announcement of a certain official visitor coming up in uh, in June. So, that will be... Uh, That'll be fun to follow along and see what comes out of that June 6th through 8th visit at Arkansas State. All right, uh, right now we are going to hit a timeout. We'll come back. uh want to get into some NBA playoffs talk. We'll also uh, look at the latest in regards to the SEC and Sunbelt Baseball tournaments um, and what kind of lies ahead there with all of the weather throughout the state of Alabama. So that's coming up for this time out here on The Ticket. Tara's icing down. Kobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Play ball. The setup continues right after this on The Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all all done in 20 minutes. Cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20 minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Savings this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get fresh whole Boston butts for $1.33 a pound. Large red ripe seedless watermelons, $4.88. USDA select boneless ribeye steak value packs, $8.98 a pound. And 12 packs of Coke products are three for $9.88 when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro in the two former Hayes supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Play it against sports wants to pay. Pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Plating and Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Plating and Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Plating and Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Plating and Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Moonshine really inviting you to come on down to Mill Creek Liquor Store at 3351 Highway 62 West, just right outside Pocahontas, going toward Embone. We have a great selection of all spirits, wines, and mixers, and select beers to wet your whiskers. And we'll cool you down with our walkie and beer cave. Mill Creek Liquor has the best prices and selection, so you'll want to stock up before your river trips, weekend, or evenings. Friendly staff and locally owned. Stop on by Mill Creek Liquor Store, Highway 62, outside of Pocahontas. Yee! Farmers, have you booked? 
cooked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a four-generation family-owned business, supports local producers. And they're buying new crop corn in Milo right now. In Arkansas, Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC, and George Kale Motors. We are a professional grade. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back as we continue along here on a Thursday edition of the show. Halfway home on this Thursday edition. Uh, I guess May 26th is the national day of sports schedules dropping. Because there has been so much stuff drop in the last uh, hour, hour and a half, that I'm really just starting to uh, to catch up. Uh I already mentioned uh, you know, a college basketball game potentially being scheduled between Baylor and Gonzaga. We do know uh, the Champions Classic, which it's weird because usually that is the start of the college basketball season. It is the first night that uh, college basketball games are, are allowed to be played. And this year, it is going to fall on week two of the college basketball season. So... Uh, in order to not fall on November 8th, which, by the way, is Election Day, um, the Champions Classic decided to move the event back a week to Tuesday, November 15th instead. And so this year's matchup, uh, Duke in Kansas, Kentucky and Michigan State, uh, and that will be in Indianapolis. So even more... Uh, even more uh, scheduling news, this one pertaining to... Um, college basketball that has just come out. All right, so checking it on baseball because it has been an eventful week to say the least for both the SEC and the Sun Belt. Um, turns out when you're playing baseball outdoors, rain can def- definitely um, alter your plans, and that's exactly what it has done this week in both the SEC and the Sunbelt Conference uh, Baseball Championships. So, we have now seen the Sunbelt Conference Tournament go to single elimination. They said, we're not even going to try and play today. Uh, We are going to play tomorrow. 
and hope things are better tomorrow and going to a single elimination uh, tournament tomorrow down in um, down in Montgomery. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Obviously, you know this is not something that you could just stretch out over a couple of weeks and say, "Hey, we'll get the games in when we can." Uh, the NCAA tournament starts next week, um, and so these tournaments need to be done by uh, Sunday. So. At least for the Sun Belt side of things, the forecast does look a whole lot more promising Friday through uh, Sunday than it has at any other point in the week. And so they are scheduled for a four-game slate tomorrow, uh, which will start up at 9 a.m. with Troy and Coastal Carolina. And uh, we'll also see App State, Georgia Southern, South Alabama, uh, the Cajuns, and ULM at Texas State. Uh, single elimination tomorrow, then it goes to the semifinals, and then the championship game on um, Saturday, and all of those are going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So that is what the Sunbelt Conference has done. I would have ventured to guess that the SEC would have kind of followed suit and done something similar and try to take out the double elimination and just go the single elimination route. But at least to that to this point, that has not been the case. The SEC is still trying to get um, every game in. Right now, um, it looks like they are still in a weather delay, but about to start up Florida and Texas A&M. Right. 245 uh, is now... What they're saying. Okay, so game six of the tournament yeah. between Florida and Texas A&M is going to start up about 2.45 this afternoon. I, I like. I just don't understand why the SEC is still dead set on doing the double elimination thing right now, given the fact that you've already lost uh, – you know, two days pretty much to rain, and you're already behind schedule, and you're you know having to hustle to to make up these games. So I am a little um, confused as to why they are still you know dead set on doing this double yeah. elimination. Um, now, obviously, as an Arkansas fan, you probably do not want them to switch to that single is elimination because you'd be out. And yeah, by, and by the would... way, uh, they've just announced Arkansas baseball literally has just announced. That due to the weather, the Arkansas game in the loser's bracket will not be played today. It has been tentatively scheduled for 9.30 tomorrow morning. That is, if it's still going to be double elimination. So. That, that like, I kind of feel for uh, Dave Van Horn in this instance. In, in this instance. Because, we hope he's doing better today, by the well, way. Well, yeah, you hope he's doing better. <laughs> but also, and just for the coaching staff in general, like, what do you do... When you're at the conference tournament and you literally cannot play games, uh, Arkansas got a game in yesterday against Bama. Uh, like, what do you do today when you when you can't play games? And I'm sure you can't even really practice because it's raining. Sure. So I I, I do kind of feel an instance like, what do you do to kill time when you cannot play? So again, Arkansas is scheduled to play tomorrow. Um, in I, I guess they would get the loser of this yes, game, Florida and AM. Yeah, AM. A&M Florida loser takes okay. on the Hogs. And then Alabama gets the winner of Tennessee Vandy. And then you have uh, LSU Kentucky that will also be playing uh, coming up tonight. So we'll see how everything shakes out in the SEC baseball tournament. Uh, and if indeed they do have to go to 
a single uh, elimination, which you would think at some point they're probably going to have to. Uh, like I, I thought the Sun Belt's plan was was pretty smart. Just hey, we're, we're not playing tomorrow. There's rain in the forecast. The field's going to be wet. Whatever. Uh, we're just going to wait till Friday, and we're going to go single elimination, get everything in with the radar, uh, and the weather looks a whole lot better. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if the SEC, you know, winds up following suit or if uh, they stick with the double elimination format like they have, um, like they have going right now. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what comes uh, of that in the SEC baseball tournament this week. So uh, again, no game for. Uh, for Arkansas baseball today, they just put that out. They'll play the first game coming up uh, tomorrow morning at nine thirty, which I would assume would be on SEC Network. I'm guessing so. ESPN yeah. Plus something. Um, that's another thing too. Like, what is the SEC Network doing from a programming standpoint when they've already had all of this time blocked off to cover baseball? Are we yeah. just like rerunning old games or something now? I guess uh, quite the. Uh, Quite the crazy week down at Hoover for the Sunbelt Conference um, or the SEC, excuse me, uh, championship down in Hoover. So, uh, if anything more comes out of that, certainly we'll uh, we'll pass it along uh, here on the show. Uh, also going on, it will continue tonight. I don't think rain is going to play an issue, although rain did kind of play an issue uh, a couple of nights ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the in the NBA playoffs, I, they, I think uh, the Chase Center being relatively new, I think the roof should be okay there. I in San think Francisco. so. <laughs> I I just thought, and I said it on the show a couple of days ago. I thought it was a nice gesture from the Dallas Mavericks to pay homage and pay their respects to Fant Ewing Coliseum in Monroe. Uh, so I thought it was a nice gesture to have the game <laughs> delayed because of a roof leak and and all of that. Now, they didn't take it as far as as ULM did where the game actually got postponed um, from a Thursday to a Monday. So they didn't take it that far. But they did at least, you know, pay their respects to Fant Ewing Coliseum. So we had that going last night. So shout out – or the other night. So shout out to Mark Cuban and the Mavericks for uh, – for showing their love to uh, to Louisiana Monroe. But anyways, uh, the NBA playoffs are going on. Last night, we had the Celtics defeating the Heat 93-80. to um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, I just cannot get myself motivated enough to, uh, to pay attention and really just get invested into this series. Because quite honestly, it's kind of boring. Uh, I know it's tied up uh, at two to two, or it was tied up at two to two. Now Boston's up three to two, uh, but like all of these games have been pretty, pretty decisive. Um, last night, the Heat had a five-point lead at the half, and then the Celtics outscored them thirty-two to sixteen in the third. They got themselves a double-digit lead, and they never really, you know, kind of came off of that double-digit lead last night. So. It wasn't just super interesting after the third because, uh, again, the Celtics did not relinquish their lead. In fact, they added to it. They outscored the Heat by two in the fourth uh, last night. So it hasn't been just an overall insanely compelling series. Um, I do think it has been compelling to watch the emergence of 
Jason Tatum throughout the course of the playoffs. Now, granted, he didn't play well last night. I mean, he was like 7 of 20 from the field. But still, uh, got a lot of rebounds. Was an assist away from a 20-plus point triple-double. Uh, Jalen Brown also played really well last night for the Celtics. I would be kind of surprised if this series is not over tomorrow night. Now, granted, uh, it is going to... You know, Miami could win and force a Game 7, and then maybe it it looks different. But, I mean, this thing's going to Boston. I would be surprised if it's not over tomorrow night. And also, like, the thing about it, too, is it's just kind of sucked because so many different guys have been hurt through this series. You know, Kyle Lowry played last night, but, like, was he really 100%? No. He was uh, hobbling around last night, finished with 0.0 rebounds and 0 assists, uh, which is quite the accomplishment to get 0 in all of those categories. But, uh so, wasn't super interesting last night. I will say this, though. I do find myself rooting for the Celtics to get to the playoffs or get to the finals. If for none other than it is a big brand and it would at least make me more interested. I would be far more interested in Warriors-Celtics than I would be Warriors-Heat. And I think a lot of people would be, too. Uh, just because it's that Celtics logo, it's that Celtics brand, it's the Celtics... Um, identity in the NBA Finals. And then also, like, I, you know, they have a superstar where the Heat, I mean, maybe Jimmy Butler is, but I don't know that people really recognize Jimmy Butler as much as they recognize uh, Jason Tatum. So I am really rooting for the Celtics to get to the Finals. I'm also rooting for the Celtics to get there because Jason Tatum validated the point we brought up on the show yesterday of how all NBA teams should be positionalists, and it's ridiculous that two years in a row you have seen the guy that has finished second in the MVP voting um, make the second team All-NBA because the guy who finished first in the MVP voting was also a center. So uh, that is kind of ridiculous that Joel Embiid has finished on the All-NBA second team in each of the last two seasons. So uh, we'll see if that series comes to a close tomorrow night. Uh, 7.30 is uh, the tip time in that one. And then tonight, uh, Western Conference Finals, um, which obviously becomes a whole lot more interesting if Dallas wins tonight and makes it to three games to two series. Uh, I I mean, I kind of think the Warriors were probably going to close it out tonight. We will see. I just, you know, going to Golden State is a tough place to win, even given the fact that they are no longer at Oracle, which is a shame. But going there is is a tough place to win. Uh, Dallas's role players have not really shown up well on the road, at least in this series. So if you're not going to get contributions from, uh, you, you know, Jalen Bronson or Dorian Finney-Smith or any of those other guys, then obviously it's going to be an uphill battle Um Tonight, but I, I i mean, I am excited to see what Luka does. He may go for 50 tonight. It may be a losing effort, but he may drop 50 tonight on the Warriors, and that will be uh, at least fun, uh, at least fun to watch tonight. So 8 o'clock tip for that one on TNT in the NBA tonight. All right, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll uh, bounce around with a few different things, get set to close out the show after this on the ticket. Our advice, just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Corn, wheat, and cotton down, soybeans and rice up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. July corn at 765, down 7 and a quarter, with September corn at 734, down 5 and 3 quarters. July 
July soybeans 1726 and a half up 45 and a half August soybeans 1659 and a half up 39 July wheat 1143 and a quarter down five with September wheat 1152 down four and three quarters July cotton 14061 down 455 with October cotton 13152 down 224 July rice 1727 and a half up 20 with September rice at 1749 and a half also up 20. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 132.40, up 10. August live cattle at 132.60, up 7.5. May feeder cattle at 154.57 and a half, down 2.5. With August feeder cattle at 166.67 and a half, down 127 and a half. June lane hogs at 111.10, up 205. With July lane hogs at 111.82 and a half, up 387 and a half. That's your EAB market countdown, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak. Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited excited for summer summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night, hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family? Or a war veteran who's having having a hard time time landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com foods.com slash careers or text jobs to 844-802-7326 that's jobs to 844-802-7326 don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company pico foods is an equal opportunity employer Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is this month, and we invite you to come celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for 90 years. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best-looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. Timeout's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now, let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network.
Hi, welcome back here on the show as we continue along on a Thursday edition here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, by the way, reminded you a couple of times this week, but be listening here on this station or any of our EAB stations. Coming up at 320 for your code word for the free gas and groceries giveaway uh, today. Also, though, from a programming standpoint, uh, we... We'll not be here tomorrow, but we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. All shows going to be off uh, on Monday here on the ticket for uh, Memorial Day. And then we'll all be back uh, and ready to go coming up on Tuesday. All right. Uh, we'll got to bounce around here as we get set to close out a Thursday show here on the ticket. Uh, big news came out yesterday right after we got off the air in regards to the NFL and wasn't any big news in terms of a rule change or a contract signing or anything like that. But it was big news in the fact that the Super Bowl halftime show lost, or I don't want to say lost, but no longer has a sponsor. Uh, the NFL and Pepsi agreed to a new sponsorship deal, which like some of this stuff is just so crazy. Uh, Pepsi gets the pouring rights at top NFL events, including the NFL draft, but never fear, Gator, Gatorade will keep its high visibility on the NFL sidelines. So, like, some of that is just dumb. But uh, Pepsi is not going to be the the Super Bowl halftime sponsor anymore. And the initial reports are that the NFL is seeking around $50 million for the new sponsorship for the Super Bowl halftime show, which quite honestly seems like a, a huge number, but I would venture to guess with all the revenue you bring in off of sponsoring that uh, one 15-minute show that uh, an entire country is going to watch would probably be probably be pretty uh, okay. Uh, the previous deal with Pepsi was a $2 billion deal over... Uh, 10 years that secured them the rights to the uh, halftime show. So there you go. The The NFL halftime show does does not have a sponsor. Not that anyone cares if it had a sponsor or not. It's going to go on uh, as it would with or without a sponsor. But it is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see which direction this thing goes. Um, and, and also, like, and I don't know, you know, how many artists it did affect who had signed a deal with, like, Coca-Cola or anything like that, but I'm sure it affected some. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see that name dropped off of the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Also, in college football news, because after you win a national championship, money is apparently uh, plentiful, we now have uh, a new coach that is taking over as the highest-ranked assistant in college football. Uh, Todd uh, Munkin, who is the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Georgia, has agreed to a contract extension that is going to come with a $750,000 pay raise. So Georgia's OC is now going to be making $2 million uh, per year. Also uh, been rumored that Kirby Smart is in the middle of contract extension negotiations as well. I will be fascinated to see what that number ends up uh, with for Kirby Smart. Uh, 
and what the length of that contract is because I bet both are incredibly high. Um, still, nothing has come out in regards to uh, to Kirby Smart if uh, what the annual salary is, but I would uh, venture to guess that number is is going to be uh, very high. On three sports said that. Um, they were close to agreeing and reported that the number was going to be around uh, seven to eight million per year. So that's up from three point seven five million. So again, it pays to be a national champion. Uh, your offensive coordinator gets a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar pay raise, and your coach gets what appears to be maybe close to a four million dollar uh, pay raise after winning a national championship. So. Uh, Congratulations to uh, to Kirby Smart on getting even more millions of, of dollars this afternoon. Also, another uh, news today, kind of sad news to pass along, in that Shoeless Joe Jackson from Field of yes. Dreams, among many other things. Indeed. Uh, Ray Liotta has passed away. Like, I always, because I am a big fan of mob and gangster movies. Uh, the Godfather is my favorite movie to ever exist. So, like, I always think of him in Goodfellas because he is quite phenomenal in Goodfellas. Has one of the uh, most memeable uh, scenes in in the bar with Joe Pesci in in Goodfellas, where he's you know laughing, um, and that gets circulated on Twitter quite a bit. So that was that was sad news to see earlier today that uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams. Among many other things, Ray Liotta has passed away. I also realized today that he was apparently a voice in the B-movie, so uh, that was a thing. I had no idea he was uh, in the B-movie, and it actually comes up. When you look at his name on Google, it's one of the first three movies you see. It's that, The Many States of New York, and Goodfellas. So, uh, RIP to... uh, Ray Liotta, who died today at um, 67 years old. Sad times, indeed. All right, um, not a lot of time left on the show today. Wanted to touch on this before we get out of here. Did think it was interesting yesterday. Uh, there have been a couple reported reporting this. Don't know if it's anything official or anything like that. But the NBA media rights deal ends in 2024. And, apparently, when that ends, the NBA is looking long and hard at adding expansion teams in both Seattle and Las Vegas. So, uh, on the cusp, maybe doesn't generate a whole lot of interest in this neck of the woods. Maybe maybe the Sonics do because they're an old school uh, NBA team. But, A, I would be all in on that. And, B, my first thought when I saw this yesterday was, obviously... Those two are going to have to be in the Western Conference, right? You're not putting Seattle or Las Vegas in the East. So, you wouldn't think. Does that mean the Memphis Grizzlies could potentially move to the East in 2024? Uh, because I would be all in on the Grizzlies moving to the East because year in, year out, it's much easier to um, win the Eastern Conference than it is the Western Conference. So, from that aspect, I kind of hope it happens. Um, because it would be interesting to see if the Grizz could potentially be on the move to the East. Now, obviously, that's two years away, but we shall see. All right, that does it for us. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next from 3 to 6. Uh, 
No shows, uh, no show for us tomorrow, but 7 to 10, it's the front row with Budrow. 10 to 12, it's uh, Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, it's the Workday Red Zone. And then we'll be back on Tuesday. So for Will, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday.